hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. I bet I'm going to win the game. <laughs> Fuck you. Lose it on purpose, maybe. of movies was going to the video store the highlight of your week then you are in the right place welcome to mike and anthony's soda pop culture club me mike along with my co-host anthony for our take on tv movies and all pop culture from the 80s 90s and beyond every monday we review a classic movie during which we will open up a six-pack of favorite scenes and point out a couple generic scenes as well at the end of the show we will rate the movie one to 24 cans one equals no bueno and 24 equals muy bien but before we get to all that, we want to let you know. If you want to see our episode schedule and enjoy all things Soda Pop Culture Club, then go to sodapopcultureclub.com where you can make your own movie suggestions. If you want to guarantee we do your movie, all you have to do is make a donation of $25 using our Venmo or PayPal under at Soda Pop Culture Club. And make sure you say what it is for, like which movie. We strongly encourage you to email us as well, letting us know why you want us to do that movie. And you can email us at Mike and Anthony at sodapopcultureclub.com. And that can be Mike or Anthony at Soda Pop. You know, don't look at me disapprovingly. Okay. Why could this be any different? (laughs) A couple more things. Don't forget to share the show with your friends. Check out our Instagram at Mike and Anthony, where we post memes related to the movies we discuss. And my stupidity probably should be on there. We also have a Twitch channel. Uh, where I'm on there every uh, Tuesday at nine o'clock. I might be playing games. I might be uh, editing a podcast. We do two or three times. Who knows? <laughs> and we might even do some watch parties. And finally, I want to urge you to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're on. So you get notified that way you see what the next episode is when it comes out and you can enjoy. Cause I know he enjoys doing this with me. Plus make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple podcasts and leave some comments. This helps us grow the show on that platform as well so anthony <laughs> do you want to tell the people the things we are doing today i, do. I mean i already did but i'll do it again let me do you, you want to tell that story let me tell everybody something real quick um when mike gives the uh you know the difference between how you'd rate it one to 24 cans 24 cans to me is recorded a great fucking podcast one can means mike didn't hit record so, for everybody wondering why Mike's a little slap happy right now, he's laughing to cover his sheer failure and stupidity. We were about good halfway through this episode already once today. Somebody forgot to hit the fucking record button. So now we have to bring all this energy back. And try I've got re- the energy, motherfucker. Try to recreate the semi-shitty podcast we were already in the middle of recording. Hey, why don't you tell people what we're doing while I go grab another drink since I'm running out? <laughs> yeah, you might want to put some in that drink. You're going to need it. All right, everybody. So as my co-host is right now walking away, which I like this much better. This is good. This is good stuff. Just me. Okay. We're going to do Heather's 
amazing, amazing movie. I'm going to give you the breakdown by the numbers. Directed by Michael Lehman, starring Winona Ryder, or Wyona's Big Brown Beaver, Christian Slater, Shannon Doherty, Kim Walker, Lisanne Falk, Carrie Lynn, Patrick Labiorto, or that guy's name. He was in summer school, too. Renee Estevez, who you may also remember from an episode of Growing Pains as a teacher's assistant that wanted to boink Mike, or you might remember her from Sleepaway Camp, too. Either way, or anywho, Heathers. Or in Lance Fenton, excuse me, I forgot him. Heathers was released on March 31st, 1989, taking in $1.1 million at the box office against a $3 million budget. It scores 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb and 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Damn, bro. That's good stuff. Yes, it is. And just like I told you the first time, Patrick, blah, blah, blah. They to was on... Uh, was on uh, 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 Love Boat uh, many years ago as a young boy. So he was a love interest. I think he was uh, a love interest of Captain Steubing's daughter, Jill, I believe. Okay. Jill, I, I know it's Jill. I can't remember her name. Is it Jill or is that her name of her actor? Who cares? Doesn't fucking matter. Uh, <laughs> so, so I do want to do one thing before we go any further um, about this movie. I have a fact. Uh, Daniel Waters. Moved to Los Angeles during the 1980s and was working at what he described as the least cool video store in Silver Lake when he wrote Heathers. In 2008, Waters insisted to the Hollywood Interview blog that he was working on the whole video store clerk to screenwriter metamorphosis before I knew it was cliche, he said. So, yes, I'm working on the how to hit record metamorphosis. <laughs> So we're going to do the game again. Now, uh, I bet I'm going to do good. I bet I'm going to win the game. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him. I'm going to hit the music. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Now, Nate, first, before we do the game, tell the truth. When we initially recorded this, and now as we are re recording this, we did the game. And I did win. Yes, he did win. I did guess correctly. But he, see, the thing is, is um, you can still play the game. That doesn't mean I've, I've, just because he's not fooled doesn't mean you can't be fooled because you didn't hear the first version. Can I give which, a, it was, it was so give everybody good. A hint? I'll give everybody a hint <laughs> if they want to get it right. I'm How about this? This, the, uh, the, the version that never got recorded is like Carla and Dead Man on Campus. Yeah, I never saw it. That's fucking money, man. It was so good. It was a good podcast. Sorry you didn't hear it. (laughs) It was fucking beautiful, man. (laughs) All right. So here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, Neil Flynn. uh, Neil Flynn of the Cleveland Plain Dealer. As an Ohioan, I am insulted. Not because it takes place in Ohio, but because it's not a good movie. Shane Barige of Rec Arts Movies Reviews. You can be more popular dead than alive. Bob Bloom, Journal and Courier. A wonderful savage satire on high school life. And it's the first one. Flynn. Well, you you could have gave him a little longer. Dealer. You could have gave him a little longer. That's all right. That was the fake one, everybody. It was. And Neil Flynn is the guy who plays the janitor, janitor on Scrubs. Uh, and he's uh, been on that other show. Uh, he was on a show for himself, too. Love just Scrubs. Yeah, probably. I uh, I mean, I've watched many love boats, so there you go. All right. Let's get started. No. Let's get restarted. I, re- I refuse. <laughs> okay. 
In Westerberg High School in Sherwood, Ohio, Veronica Sawyer is part of a popular but feared clique, along with three other wealthy and beautiful girls with the same first name, Heather Chandler, Heather Duke, and Heather McNamara. Tired of the clique abusing its power, Veronica longs for her old life with her kinder but less popular friends. She becomes fascinated with Jason J.D. Dean, a new student and rebellious outsider, after he pulls out a gun and fires blanks to scare bullies Kurt Kelly and future porn star Ram Sweeney. Yeah, there Ram. <clears throat> Whoever everyone know uh, may know, we already did, uh, back in the day, we did uh, summer school. Who Ram also is in that as a football player again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's he's typecast. he's very he's very typecast. Typecast. Yeah. Very. I bet. I wonder if he's been in other things as a football player. Now, that's <laughs> like maybe we should look yeah, at that IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. Okay. So a few things I have. I have some questions on here. Um, we've already went over this a little bit, but we'll go through it again. I think I thought, and I think croquet is a strange choice for this movie. Just my opinion. I don't. I think it's weird. These are rich rich kids. Yes. They play croquet. It's croquet or squash. That's uh, the rich yeah. people stuff. That's what rich people do? Yeah. Croquet and squash? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that. I'm not I've never been rich. So I I guess That's but I have owned a croquet set, so I don't understand. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but they had a fancy croquet set, okay? Oh really? It was the... fancy. Yeah. It's, it's Are you gonna take your two set. shots or send me out? Okay. <laughs> Right. <laughs> First, you ask if you can be red, knowing that I'm always red. I think right now, if we were playing croquet and you got to get the choice of two shots or send me out, you would definitely send me out. I'm sending you way the fuck out. You, that's what, <laughs> always. But that shot, though, the comeback. Oh, yeah. Shot, we didn't talk that about that. Amazing. Fucking, she's like fucking Happy Gilmore at the end of, uh, of that movie. Like off the fountain, <laughs> off the tree. No, she was no, she was tin cup. Oh yeah, like uh, under the, the bar, under the thing, potty. over the no, off the porta potty, back onto the green. Yeah, oh that one too. Oh, I was gonna say through the bar, under the door, over the post, hit the pelican. Yeah, you know? knock him off the post. Knock him off the post. Yeah. So yeah, but no, that's pretty amazing. That was pretty amazing. I, you know, high school. I, you and I both grew up in Ohio, right? Yes. Would you say that these Heathers are, did you, uh, well, I, we didn't, I didn't even talk about this when we did our other version of this. I didn't even think about it. Did you have your version of this or is this like very unique to this movie? This Heathers hell hierarchy thing. Like, um, is it? This is an exaggerated version. You think you had that, but just not at that. You're saying you had a level of that, like a, a much you had sub, the, more subdued. You had the hierarchy. You did? Everybody. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, see, I, don't, I guess I. Let me explain I, to you. Jocks became jocks. Cheerleaders became cheerleaders. We became us. <laughs> that's like that all is, over, that's everywhere. That's that's what happens. I I don't know. I think it's changed now. I think the how the world is now is the dynamic in schools. I don't I don't think it's changed everywhere. And, and when I say everywhere, I mean, literally where I live. I still feel it's a jock and cheerleader world, but I feel when you get to other areas of this country, I think it's, it's changed. No, I don't. I think the only difference is instead of forging a handwritten letter to Martha dump truck, you're fucking bullying people on social media. Oh, you're posting something on Instagram, a story or something. Yeah. yeah, It's still, yeah. It still runs rampant. Yeah. Well, you know, um, 
Yeah, the button, the bullies, that's a, you know, that's a thing now. Like, the funny thing is, is they're more, they're less tolerant of bullies now, but it's now a thing, it gets pointed out more often, and it's done in a different, more sadistic way. So, like, while it doesn't happen as often, I would say, probably, it when it does happen, it can be pretty bad. Like, that's... I'm not not even going to say it doesn't happen as often, because I don't personally believe that. I, I don't know. My I don't feel I well maybe I should ask my my kid. She's you know maybe she'd know. It's more recognized now, like you said, but I don't think that necessarily means it happens less. I really don't. Okay. Well, you're right. I mean, we have issues. I mean and- let's just just relating to this to sports for a minute. You know, the whole thing right now, anybody that watches NFL, the lawsuit, Brian Flores because of yeah. sham, sham interviews. It's the same thing with that discrimination and racism in the NFL. We've had the Rooney rule for how long now it's been recognized, but it still hasn't really changed that much since the nineties. Right. It was like since the early nineties, like, you know, like, and that's irritating to me, but like, that's just, that is what happens. Like you bring something to light still doesn't mean it's, you know, and then people, but, and I think that's a mistake you're making to be honest. Um, Yeah. You're saying it has gotten better now. I'm mistakenly thinking it has. Yes, I think a lot of people do that because something gets recognized and it's it's talked about more now. They think, oh, it's gotten better. Yeah, that doesn't happen as much now. It's pacified me more. That's bullshit. Pacified me more. I think so. Honestly, yeah, that's what you're saying. I'm more pacified by the by the conversation than actually any action being taken. I get it. I'm not like to. I I can. I can learn. It's better. So, oh, you can. I know. You're learning a lot today. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning. Record. How did you? Okay, so uh, Mr. Uh, Ram Sweeney um, and his friend, I forgot to say this the last recording, or non-recording, one of my favorite lawns, um, if I get a Heather, I'm going to put her on my Johnson and spin her around like a pinwheel. <laughs> I was like, what the Hold fuck on. is that? One of your lawns? Uh, you said what? lawns. <laughs> one of my favorite lawns. Lawns? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I'm going to fucking lawns. A line, a line. Don't be a dasshole. But and you know what I mean? It's now, like hold it, on. You also misquoted it. Put it on my Johnson and spin it around like a goddamn pinwheel. Oh, I took out the goddamn part. Okay. Yeah, you did. Uh, be more specific. The gist of it is what I was getting at. <laughs> Listen, the gist of it is you got to be more specific when you're quoting a movie. Okay, that's your job. I tell you what I like, and then you can correct it. But then be I nice think- about it next time. At least you're correcting something I didn't fuck up in the last version because I didn't do that. Well, congratulations. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, you, That's a proud moment for you right there. I'm not feeling proud. Thank you, Dad. Jesus. Now, you see, you're supposed to say, I said, thank you, Dad. I'm not this movie, you should be like, you're welcome, son. Like like that weird, fine. fuck you. Like the yeah, weird dynamic. Yeah, I know. Of- you know what I'm going to reply with? <laughs> Slurp shit and die. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, a couple things. Uh, I have a six pack here, a line that gets delivered. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit it. Uh, you might have seen this coming. <laughs> I love the uh, line. Uh, Fuck me gently with the chainsaw. Um, so yeah, yeah. I love that line. I, I find it one of the interesting. And and she says the other line that I talk about uh, that I that she says here. I like. Uh, they all want me as a friend or a fuck. I love that one too. One of my favorite lines. Yeah. Um, she has some good lines. You know. Great I'll, I'll give one of mine. We oh. talked a little more in depth about this in the last episode that will never air. But the gun scene with the blanks, you can't get away with that now, obviously. No. 
but it was it was like holy shit didn't see that coming at all you know when you're like the first time you watch this you're like literally you didn't see that coming no no but i want i do want to say what i said before we had to re-record this <laughs> and that is I, yesterday i was thinking about somebody pulling out a gun and firing blanks in a school today right and I said the one of the big hot button issues and one of the things that's happening in different places in this country is they're allowing teachers to now conceal carry in a classroom. So if a kid were to do this, had no intention of killing anybody, but pulled out a gun and just fired a blank and no one got hurt, but the teacher pulls out his gun and kills him. I mean, it makes you wonder are the morality of all that and, and, the, and the ethics starts making you question what was the right decision. And, uh, and I'm on one side of that, but I'm not going to say, cause okay. I don't want to be political. You know All where right. I'm at. So good, good job. Let's bring up a whole conversation. That we're not going to have an opinion about. Okay. Okay. No, my opinion is no guns in the fucking school. Right. Um, even by the teachers. Okay. You know, if there's a cop in the school, he can have a gun cause that's his job to serve and protect. There you go. But the teachers are there to teach and that's it. Not to kill people. That's my first thoughts. All right. <laughs> so, Oh, okay. So there's my soapbox. But you were talking about bullying. Yeah. Um, and Martha and the letter and the humiliation of bullying. Um, and I'm gonna give my generic at this point. Okay. Yes! Did it right. Fucking did it right. Good job. You did something right today. The second time around. Um, I'm not comfortable with the treatment of Martha. And and I I would not have been comfortable back in nineteen eighty nine when I was like fifteen. This would not have, I would not have been happy with that either way. Cause I was never that type of person that was cruel. Like, you know, that just seems to me cruel and, and not, and not necessary. Like, it just right. seems like you're doing it just to fuck with somebody that has, does nothing to you on a day, like ignores you and you're ignored. And obviously you ignore them most of the time other than when you want to fuck with them. That's what people do though. I don't, I get, uh, I don't do that. But a lot of people do. It's bullying. Uh, yeah, I feel bullied sometimes by you. Well, you should. All right. I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, so I got to say, now, the one silver lining to this, though, is the people that are bad or mean to Martha, they die. So there's your happy ending. For the most part. Except Shannon Doherty, but she does say some shit about Martha and gets fucking mollywopped by Veronica. She yeah. clocked her. So you got that, too. Mollywopped? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want to go over a few things that in this particular section also that probably aren't that are trivialized the eating disorder. Yeah, that uh, that's pretty bad. It seemed that uh, we're much more, uh, I would it say, would, sensitive to those than we used to be. She, used to be we do that. Bulimia is so 80s or something. Well, yeah. 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 And I, I think they were making point. I think they were calling it out as a trope. I think. That might have been what they're doing. But even now, it wouldn't be something they'd put in there. Um, yeah. Well, people are really sensitive about things now, and that's why you can't do it more than anything. Not, in a, And I'm not saying that people are too sensitive. I'm just saying that, you know, if you put that in there, there's going to be a whole group of people that are like, yeah, fuck you in your movie, and then all of a sudden you're in the news for the wrong reasons. There's a lot of stuff in this movie that people would or are upset uh, about. Sure. Using homosexuality as an insult, that was one. Yeah. Um that that was another one. Um and then I one thing I didn't talk about was when the we didn't talk about the poll question. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which is what would you do if you had like a day to live and got you won the lottery. 
Yeah. The next and day, like, aliens come to the planet and say they're going to blow up the world in three day, or two what days. What would you do? What would you do? Yeah. I like JD's tequila, sex, and Bach on a boat. You know, yeah. that was kind of weird. Everyone else was like, I'll give that to my dad because like, he's a financial you know advisor. Like, fucking it, idiot. You know what I would do? I'll what? tell you right now what I would do. I get a, my car, I get a blanket, I get a box of animal crackers, and I am driving out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, <laughs> stay awake just to hear you breathing. A little discovery <laughs> channel action. <laughs> yeah. Where's yeah. the camel going to go? <laughs> I thought you were going to take a long watch on the beast and go, then go to the opera and watch Deflator Mouse <laughs> or something like that. It's like, like I thought you were going to oh, go there. Have um, dinner probably at the Cheese House. <laughs> then taking an opera. What like would you Deflator do? Mouse. There you go. What would you do if that was that situation occurred? I'd spend the rest with my family. I'd be with you. You would not. You'd be playing yeah. video games in the basement for two days. No, I'd be with my family. Probably playing our favorite game because, yeah, why not? What else? Because you can't do. Or I'd figure out a way to stop it if I could. I'll tell you what I would do. I would order as much shit on Amazon as I could find and see what shows up. <laughs> Just play. Oh, yeah. Play a game here in two days. <laughs> oh, fuck me. I'm dead now. But I only got 80% of my shit. This sucks. Yeah. You guys suck. I want my money back. I want my oil refund. <laughs> All right. I got a fact here I want to go over. Waters chose to set Heathers in the Defiance, Ohio, Defiance County, Ohio village of Sherwood because Waters' favorite book is Sherwood Anderson's Winesburg, Ohio. Robin Hood was the benevolent rebel of Sherwood Forest, and Waters grew up on Sherwood Street in Cleveland. So a lot of Sherwood yeah. going on. Anthony Sherwood. Sherwood. You know. Sherwood <laughs> let you feast on my turbo dog. You sure would read this next section, wouldn't you? Sure would. Veronica attends a frat party, a Remington party, with Heather Chandler, where she refuses to have sex with one of the members and drunkenly vomits on Chandler. In retaliation, Chandler vows to destroy her reputation. She is vapor after that. Later that night, JD shows up by surprise at Veronica's window, and the two have sex outside after a friendly game of croquet. croquet. Strip croquet croquette depending on where you're from they express to each other their mutual hatred of chandler's tyranny and shit gets real it's actually you know if we, it's, it's strip croquet is what they play they never, i don't even know how you play that what do you mean well you've done this here's what you do every time you get your ball through the thing <laughs> through the hoop take something off before the other person they have to take something off right i presume yeah because you point you can't you yeah you know, I think that's what you do. And, and Veronica slept with him kind of quick, didn't she? They have a connection. Do they? Oh, yeah. okay. I was they like, have, I didn't, yeah. they have the snappy snack shack connection. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> they too. I'm wondering, did uh, I, did Corn Nuts sponsor this episode? That's what I want to know. I Maybe. really would like to know because I like them, but I don't think I, they sponsored it. No, you don't think they did? You think it's just, do you think this is the snack that people think us Ohioans eat as corn nuts? One of them. Yeah. You know that, you know what I've never seen in a movie that Ohioans actually eat is Buckeyes. Why have we never seen someone go, you should try this. This is, this is amazing from Ohio, the Buckeye. And like, I don't know. It's interesting. I know. That's like, we'll, we'll put that in our movie. 
in our movie? Okay. I got a movie. I got one. You got a movie? Everyone's got, got a movie. movie. I got a movie. It's a lot I of nudity. Movie. <laughs> Lots of nudity in my movie. <laughs> yeah, I like the, like you said, the snappy snack shack. I, I like the, when they're in there and, and uh, they're talking and he's like, I don't really like your friends either when she's like talking about her friends. Yeah. Um, I, how, I, you know, I don't know why people do that, why they hang out with people they don't like. <laughs> don't fucking say a word. Yeah. Don't you oh. fucking say a word. God. I don't know how they do that. God, you open the door and they're like, don't come in, though. No. Okay. <laughs> Wipe your no. shoes on the mat first. Wipe your shoes on the mat. Here's, here's the thing. <laughs> it's because, like, I mean, it's already been, this has already been laid out. Like, if you're either part of the group or you're not. So do you want that loser life back? Was it a loser life? I'm just saying. Betty Finn seemed kind of cool. Like now she'd be like a cool chick to hang out with. Well, Betty Finn was like the hottest chick in the movie too. I I know. That's <laughs> why it was like so weird. It's like it's like Betty Finn like seemed so cool and she seemed like down to earth. She's the type of person you she seemed Ohio. The others seemed like stuck up. She's Ohio. She's Ohio, yeah. She's Ohio. She's she's Defiance County. She's Defiance <laughs> County. Yeah. <laughs> uh but you know uh one of the things spicy pack barbecue corn nuts <laughs> spicy barbecue oh i don't know if i'd want to do that uh, the only problem with corn nuts they can be hard you know you know they can be hard yeah <laughs> you're not i'm not, I'm not even gonna apple. run with that one <laughs> um but she did write in her diary that she wanted to kill these people you know we see her writing in her diary and all that so it's really strange how she talks about now and then we know what happens in the movie like i think in her mind she's set up to where she's going to be passively okay with whatever happens um yeah i uh something i've always wondered what's the deal with the monocle whose monocle veronica's when she's writing in her diary oh yeah 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 i did notice that i don't know is it easier i just wonder is it a thing they just who decided that 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 is a weird choice yeah (laughs) Wait a second. Let's make this diary entry stuff a little more interesting. Let's give her a monocle. Like, should she wear a special hat that she writes with? Are you trying to make her the fucking Monopoly man while she writes her her diary? (laughs) Put her on a fucking carpet that says go. She doesn't play Monopoly. She plays croquet. That's right. She's she's higher class than that. Although Monopoly is... Very much an uh, elitist game, which is weird. You know the history of Monopoly? Just it's still sidetrack. We didn't, but the Monopoly actually started off by a Quaker lady who wanted to teach how society could work together without being capitalistic. It actually was not a capitalistic game. You actually, when you went around the board, you just got to have whatever you landed on, and everyone shared it, and no one had to pay any rent. Yeah, and then somebody realized that ah, that's not going to work. Yeah. yeah. People really like to fuck other people over. Let's make let's make it like life, okay? You, you get to own it, they don't, and they you have they have to pay exorbitant fee just to be there, even though they have no other choice. Right. <laughs> that's what that's. Someone said I figured this out. I mean, it's like literally a difference of softcore porn, like Cinemax. Yeah. You know, somebody's like, wait a second, we, we can some, do better, guys. We can do Hold some. On. We can we can like tie people up and shit and do some strange shit. Let's do this. What people really want to see is all holes filled with hard cock. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. 
Um, I'm not watching your home movies. Just not this naked, hugging, and looking like you're doing it stuff. We need to see penetration. Did you ever, speaking of that, did you ever watch uh, the Spice Channel back in the day? No, I did not have the Spice Channel. Okay, well, I I've didn't heard either. Okay. But here's the thing. I had this VCR that had these frequency knobs, and if you put the cable through it, I could turn the knobs, and it would bring the Spice Channel through in black and white. And oh, I no, could no. see so, it. Hold on. I had this, not the Spice Channel, but Cinemax. What would happen is, I mean, this was like the life hack for any pervy preteen. Um, of course. It was I, always I, like at night, like after midnight. Yeah. Channel two or three, whichever, like goes off the air. Yeah. Turn it over to the other channel and like start messing with the, the track. The knobs. Yeah. And you could get some black and white Skinamax. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, I, I remember that. But I got the spice here. But here's why I'm telling you this is that you would watch it and you wouldn't really see anything. It, it was more soft core than anything. But it, but what it would look like is you'd see a guy doing a girl and you like see the weird faces and everything. And then they would just repeat that over and over again. It would it'd be like right. the same. Eh, 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 and like, what the fuck okay. is it? And it was like that's, looped porn. I'm like, what is this? Bullshit. That's where, that's where you let your imagination take over. You got to let your brain carry the rest of the way. I wasn't there. I wasn't carrying the load, I guess. Yes. <laughs> two after midnight. I remember that shit. Okay. Now we've got it, off. Always, it did always work, but when it did, you're like, Oh yes. <laughs> I figured out how to do it with this VCR that I got from somebody. And, um, strangely, and it worked. I really don't remember who told me about that. Somebody I'm sure told me about, you know, you somebody came over to your house and somebody you had a weird two dudes sitting in a room yeah. with hard dongs watching. No, 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 core porn. no, no, this was always, <laughs> always a solo mission. Um, <laughs> but it was on like be on the weekend when I can stay up late. Oh, After solo there, mission. But yeah, you turn that shit on. Like, but is there nothing more awkward than when you find the friend who had the porn stash and you all go over to their house and there's like four of you sitting in a room and they put in a porn and you're all sitting there watching. Is oh, there I've nothing never, more awkward than that? I've never watched a porn with my friends. You've never you never had the friend who no. showed you the thing and no. you that wasn't had, it's awkward either I, way. I no, I had the friend that showed me my first porn magazine, which I told you I think was Club Magazine with Samantha Fox on the cover. Yeah. Um then I also had the friend that got porn. I don't know if he stole it or what, and then would sell it to us. The porn mags. Oh, wow. So, yes. Oh, so you got, so you didn't have somebody who's like, come on over. And then they throw it on the VCR and everybody's sitting in the living room like, oh, shit. Never, never had that. Bow, bow, wow. All right. To not have had that experience. Excellent. Here's an experience that I think people should avoid too. And it's, I'm getting back to the movie. It's this party, which I find to be kind of a joke. I don't know why Heather thinks it's cool because it looks to me like it's just, um, an illegal rape the miners party. It, that's what it looks like. Oh yeah, a, like any other college party that's ever been. Um, she <laughs> she thinks it's cool because it's college and she's a high school chick. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you, it's it's you always want to get into that room. You want to get into the next room. You want yeah. to be to the executive washroom. I know, I know. There's an, I told you before. There's an episode of Fraser that's about that where Fraser and his brother keep going to this at the spa and they get into this room and they're getting massages and stuff. And then someone goes into another door and they're like, Hey, can we go in there? And like, no, you have to pay for the next level. 
And then they pay for the next level and they get to the next door. And then finally there's one door they can never go through and they pay a a lot of money to go through. And it's just the trash. (laughs) It's like, it's to be Tom Cruise and (laughs) Miss Savage. (laughs) But yeah, it, yeah. Eyes wide shut, maybe door like situation. um, Scientology. I meant, Oh, (laughs) I was thinking, well, you know, whatever. (laughs) So yeah, Tethers, basically this is Scientology. You got to get on to the next level. Well, in her life, that's what it is like. Um, but what I find in this is you know who your true friends are after you puke because who will take care of you and how they treat you. Yeah. Those, that's your true friends will do the right thing for you always. And Heather obviously is not a true friend of Veronica. Heather's not a true friend of anybody. Well, yeah. And I said that line before. I said she thinks everyone wants all she they want her for is a friend is a, or a fuck. So for her, Everybody is a transaction of popularity or sexuality. Right. They want me either way. I don't care why. Yeah. That's what she's saying. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. As long as they want me. (laughs) Um, I got a fact for you. Uh, Daniel Waters, the film's writer, wanted Heathers to be a parody of John Hughes movies like Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Pretty in Pink. He wanted to make a Carson McCuller style novel of a girl who meets the Antichrist as a teenager. Which, that's funny. Uh, like, Like, Veronica... He says that, but wouldn't you say the Heathers are the Antichrist (laughs) instead of uh, JD? Yeah. (laughs) uh, Because that's obviously who. I do. I've got a question for you. Yes. This might be a familiar question since I already asked it last time. Good news is I have a a shitty memory sometimes for things, and I'll just answer it so differently and honestly that you'll be amazed. But uh, so pick a John Hughes movie. And Heather's, which one do you think is more true to life? Oh, I read. Uh, yeah, I think I think the well, with John Hughes movies in general, you got to think which one would be the most realistic movie. And to me, uh, Breakfast Club, because it has less uh, weird. It has less of the more fantastic elements like a Ferris Bueller's or uh, 16 Candles. Like it, 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 that's why to yeah. me it would be the most realistic because it's more about the emotions and people getting together, uh, than than Heather's. So, but I think Heather's is actually more true to life. Well, and and, and I agree. Breakfast with more really happen. That doesn't happen. People have different walks coming together, detention, whatever. People aren't going to open up to each other about that shit. That's not going to happen. It could happen, I think, more than some of the stranger shit that happens in this movie. But I will say, based on more recent events, some of the more violent things that happen, it seems that that stuff does happen more now than it even did then. And if it did happen, then we just weren't told about it. I mean, there's that. We always got to remember that sometimes the narrative that we had when we were a kid was what we, they wanted us to know, not because there was no social media and stuff. Um, so there could have been these things, but but as far as I know, it didn't happen like this when I was younger. Oh, uh, so think you would think. I agree. I agree. The next morning, Veronica and JD break into Chandler's house, planning to get revenge by using a fake hangover cure to make Chandler vomit. JD pours drain cleaner into a mug, but Veronica dismisses him, thinking he is making a mean joke. She mixes orange juice and milk together instead. However, Veronica accidentally brings the wrong mug to Chandler's room. JD notices this, but says nothing. He d- he serves Chandler the drain cleaner, killing her. Veronica panics, and JD urges her to forge a dramatic suicide note in Chandler's handwriting. 
the school and community regard Chandler's apparent suicide as a tragic decision made by a troubled teenager, making her even more worshipped in death than than in life. Meanwhile, Duke uses the attention surrounding Chandler's death to gain popularity, becoming the clique's new leader. There you go. Yep. Cut so one straight off. Another one grows back. This is a Hydra. Yeah, yeah. it's a three-headed monster. <laughs> that doesn't matter. You know, you got to kill them all. Got to so, kill them all. Got to get each one to get to the final boss. Yeah, you got it's the final boss. Yes, that's so true. So uh, what's what's strange about this whole the whole impetus of this section is that all she wants to do is just make her puke. Right. But nobody's going to see it. <laughs> like, you don't have witnesses. Who's got, no one's YouTubing it back in 1989. We didn't have, we barely have video cameras, let alone right. a, a phone camera or anything on our person. But you think about it, 10 years later, things change. Yeah. So this is a very personal revenge that she wants. That's it. Yeah, it's very personal to her, which then makes it interesting, you know, when you look at what does happen, that it, it definitely is a, that's probably why it could hit, what she did can be pacified because of how personal it was to her. Um, but I think I'm going to take the opportunity to call your shot. Are yeah, you ready for me to give call you? I'm going to have you give my generic. All right. <laughs> Anthony's generic is when they're getting the mugs ready and they're thinking of ideas they start saying, let's hack up, hack up a loogie and yep. start trying to hack up that phlegm. That is Anthony's least favorite sound I'm in not the world. I'm a fan of the gross stuff. Which is strange because he's a horror movie buff, people. Right. This is a guy who would watch uh, somebody get decapitated, but the moment they try to hack up a loogie afterward. Exactly. No. He's out. That's not my shit. <laughs> like, dude, you show me intestines. Dripping on the floor, cool. You start picking your nose, ah, uh-uh. ah, no. You bleed. You could bleed out of every orifice, but the moment you start trying to do weird shit like hack yeah. up loogies, pick pick your nose, pick your ass, whatever it be, exactly. He's out. I'm yeah. out. I'm out. So yes, that's yeah. my generic. Well, I, I knew it, and I it it it's funny. If I can start calling you generics, what do I need you for? <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um this, I think uh, you need me to remind you to fucking hit record. That's what you need me for. <laughs> we found your purpose. Oh, purpose. um I, I want to say this this is another movie where they use the the back to the future trope, you know, are you chicken gag to get somebody to do something. Uh, it's That's not a trope it, though. It, it, that's what people it, I think do. it is. That's what, no, you get dared to do shit. People call you out. Uh-huh. You're yellow. You're a pussy motherfucker. Whatever it is, however they do it. You got no scrote. Whatever. I'm too lazy to That's react to that. Well, you're too lazy. I know that. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm not fucking doing it. That's, uh, that's uh, worse. You want me to go do that thing because you say you're a pussy? Well, okay. You don't care. I get that. But <laughs> This is high school. Yeah, high school. Got it. This is Which, like, hey, cocktail. Tom Cruise. Hippie, hippie shake. Tom, Tom Cruise. Guy lays down a dare. You have to take it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, see? <laughs> we didn't do cocktail and we were going to. Eh, we still might sometime. Yeah, it was on the list, but, you know, that's a great bad movie. <laughs> that just is so bad. Uh, that was a cash my check movie. Did you know that? Just throwing it yeah. out there. 
Okay. <laughs> um, so last words. What are the last words? Corn nuts. Corn yes. nuts. It's rosebud. That's your rosebud moment right there. Would you, would you, what would you want your last words to be? Well, he's thinking, people. I don't know. If you saw the expression on his face, he's, he's quizzical. Know. What is a juggalo? What, you. <laughs> <laughs> Answer. I really don't know. Anthony. What, would yours, what would you want yours to be? I don't know. That's, a, that's what I will say. I I would say, did you did you hear that? Maybe said something like that. Did you hear that? Somebody say something. Did you smell that? You know, some weird question. I think mine would be no sleep till Brooklyn. All right. All right. I keep it cool. All right. You'll keep it cool. All right. I'm I'm not that cool. I'm not that cool. I also like another line that he had. If I was like near you for my last words, be like, I'm going to fucking haunt you. That would be my last. That's that's so true. Depends on where you're at. It depends like on if your you're next to somebody you really hate. Right. Depends on the audience. I'm <laughs> I'm going to haunt your dick. <laughs> Just your dick. No. <laughs> nope. Not going anywhere near there, living or dead. I'm going to possess it. I'm going to possess. Going to get possessed. So um, I do like um, how. Um, Winona's like, I just killed my best friend. And then JD's like, and your worst enemy. It's like, keep Same reminding way. her that, that these, you know, yeah. Um, and then the note. Go ahead. He, wanted her, he secretly wanted her dead. Just remember that. Yeah, she did because she had the diary in her. And had the argument too later. I did yeah. not want her dead. You did too. Yeah. Yeah, she did. She did. She, she did. Uh, but I do like how they write the note. He tells her what to say. He tells her to write the word myriad, cor- yeah. using it correctly. And she's like, oh, she can't do that because she flunked because of that. This she thing. Failed. And she missed out on the vocab test last week. Yeah. And bad and- for her shortcomings <laughs> in school. <laughs> and and then the next and then the next day when they're talking about her um, death in the in the little conference with all those teachers, the English teacher brings it up how she's so happy that she used it right. And that now, note. hey, let's throw something else about that teacher's conference too out. Go ahead. You got your teacher's conference where they're smoking in the fucking conference. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's so true. That Well, that's a relic of 1989. That I could know. happen. That's a relic, man. You you wouldn't see that now. You know, when I was a kid, I remember learning that, Lith- in, I don't know, it was Lithuania, They in their schools, wherever Vlade Divac is from, because he smoked like a chain smoker, Yeah, the basketball player, mm-hmm. but they had cigarette uh, ashtrays in the classroom for the kids. Whoa. <laughs> I Whoa. remember learning that fact and I was like, well, no wonder he smokes 30 packs a day. That I did not know. <laughs> I was like, wow. Does that like to keep you awake while you're learning? I, I have a keep him clue. engaged? I'm engaged with my cigarette. I don't smoke, so I don't know how engaged it makes you. Maybe I'm just missing out. I do the lung division. Uh, you do the lung Yugoslavia, division. Yugoslavia, by the way, Vladi. Yugoslavia. Okay, Yugoslavia. I couldn't remember the country. Thank you for correcting me. The uh, I do like though when they're in that same conversation, the the principal's like, "Is that the cheerleader one?" I'd be willing to go half a day for a cheerleader, right. <laughs> like fucking negotiate, like because of her popularity. Like what? What the fuck? <laughs> oh man, is this a, is this where we found out that I was a dumbass? Um, this was right around there. It I'm is. Just, yeah, yeah. Time out. Recreate it. You motherfucker. I think that's about <laughs> spot on what I did. And then I look up and go and just take my headphones off. I don't this even where say we realized we were into this episode this far and Mikey had not hit the record. button. So all of this is new content from the beginning from, from now on. 
So what I don't like is what happens so much with people is that when people die, for some reason, there is a cleansing of people's shitty deeds. And I hate that. Um, I hate that people get to get away with being an asshole because people don't want to speak ill of the dead. You know what? Just because you're dead doesn't mean you weren't a piece of shit when you were alive. That's my opinion on things. Just going to say that. Well, I mean, that's like, that's what people do. They're going to remember them that way. But Heather was only known to be a psychotic C word to peers. So you're not your peers. You're not going to go up. But no, we had though. We had those moments where everybody's getting their inner thoughts while they're doing the viewing. Yeah. Oh, and then got uh, Heather. True. Now I know that you heard every word. (laughs) Praise (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that line. Yeah. And I have that. I actually have that down here. I, I prayed for Heather's death. Now I understand you heard everything. Yeah, and then the one guy, when his his inner monologue, why did you have to kill such hot snatch when he's a... <laughs> oh ram? Oh man, yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, what's the you know after they do the thing, they go over to JD's house and JD's dad comes home. What's that whole gag they're doing? The dad son thing. I don't understand. Like, was I supposed to be in on it somehow? Hi, son. Hi, dad. Like, we call the son dad, and the dad right. calls him. Right. Because the dad is very immature. Is that what I'm supposed to it's understand? It's the role reversal thing, yes. I'm going to say that that dad was a horrible actor. It was a bad... It was pretty bad that acting. That shit and die line was pretty epic, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's talking... That's, like, later on when he's talking about the... Destroying that building, and he does fucking Greenpeace jockeys, yeah. or whatever he called them. Something I, I always, uh, every time I would see that scene where the you got the stereo set up on the TV. Yeah. It looks like something out of the fucking Flintstones. <laughs> yes. Like the that rock. What the fuck is that? <laughs> like, I was going to, what is what that? What is that, man? It's cool, <laughs> but what is it? I think it's a foam, like a spray foam covered VCR stereo thing. Well, I, I don't I, know. I, it's like I've never seen anything. rich construction owners could have i guess well it reminds me of you could buy rocks speakers that look like rocks for your outdoors right that's what that looks like but indoors i'm like, starting to wonder why is, why have they never why has that never come out as like a line flintstone furniture well you fucking hey and you buy the rights to it let's make it happen TV, like your tv <laughs> the the case is stone yeah i because it probably wouldn't fucking sell. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, all right. <laughs> then you know, okay. like your furniture is going to last. True that. True that. So. I've got you a. Uh, I've got you a fact here. Uh, when the screenwriter was a camp counselor, a camper named Jamie used to ask people, "What's your damage?" I just completely stole that from her. Waters admits, and one of my college friends used to say. Fuck me gently with a crowbar. And then I realized crowbar sounded too masculine. Chainsaw was more feminine. I don't fucking know how. I don't get that. And apparently, fuck me gently was at one time a common expression in England. This is the evolution of nasty language. That's where my my friend extrapolated fuck me gently into fuck me gently with a crowbar. And I had to have him killed so I could take credit. All right. Um, I got a, this is just a fun fact for the audience. Yeah. Mike's notes here when he writes this shit. 
fuck me gently, fuck me gently, fuck me gently, he keeps saying. Yet when he writes the notes each time, it's F star star star, F star star. So he doesn't actually spell out fuck in the notes, but he's saying it. I, well, no, I'm quoting somebody, and that's their quote. I I didn't actually write the stars. That's the. It's like I'm pulling the quote from okay. wherever this. That's that's it's. I'm quoting that person. You copied and pasted. Copied and pasted okay. their quote is what okay. I did. So it's it's that waters more sense words, not mine. And I, if you want, I can you know go in and say fuck me, put fuck me in there like no, you want. I would rather. How, you, how, how rather would you like your fuck me to be? I would rather you say. <laughs> Star, 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 star. I'd rather you do it verbatim. <laughs> star, 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 fucker. That's what you want me to be. Star I got song. you. After Chandler's funeral, McNamara convinces Veronica to go with her on a double douche date with Kurt and Ram. JD finds the four teens that evening in a field tipping cows, <laughs> getting shit faced and tipping cows. And Veronica leaves with him as Kurt passes out. Because right before that, man, when he gets that feeling, he needs sexual healing. That's a line. Um, and meanwhile, Ram is raping Heather McNamara. Uh, the following day, the boys spread a false rumor about Veronica having a little sword fight in her mouth with the Kurtster and Ram, ruining her reputation. JD proposes that he and Veronica lure the boys into the woods, shoot them with Ichluga bullets. They're like tranquilizers. Except they... Break the skin, a little blood, but not any real damage. So they do this to humiliate them by staging the scenes, look like they were lovers participating in a suicide pack. So what happens is JD shoots Ram, but Veronica's shot Mrs. Kurt, who runs away, which is already tough because he's got a knee brace on because he's got a dodgy knee. JD chases Kurt back towards Veronica, who, realizing that the bolts are in fact real, fatally shoots him in a panic. After their funeral, the boys are made into martyrs, to homophobia growing increasingly disturbed by jd's behavior veronica breaks up with him because i mean at that point it's like we are so over so that's a lot going on there yeah yeah there is a lot going on but i'll start off the top there the the bullying in this like i said is pretty heavy this movie is very heavy-handed with the bullying and the use of um gay sexuality as a means of bullying bullying as well and that's very strange. I mean, I guess it isn't strange for the 80s because we thought, oh, my gosh, if you're gay, you shouldn't tell anybody. And if you do, you might as well just kill yourself. That's kind of what the message I got yeah. from this movie is. That's kind of sucks. The only way you can be accepted for being out is in death by your parents. Right. So. They're forbidden love. <laughs> I got oh, Sorry. I got to give uh, one of my six packs. All right. Here you go. For this. All right. The bag of goodies. Yes. So we got. Some mascara, oh. issue a stud puppy, and mineral water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. That mineral water, that the was mineral like water. the thing. The piece de resistance. The piece de resistance. Wow. <laughs> oh. But before we get to the that part, the part that gets me is, why do people think cow tipping is a thing? I never, this was never a thing for me in Ohio where I live. I, it, it apparently it's a thing. I'm sure. Tommy, you boy think did people it. are doing it? Did anybody do it at your school? They didn't. Tommy boy. That's not what I asked. Oh, I have did no anybody idea. do it. At sure your school? I'm not, I, I don't doubt they did, but you would know, like, not, you not, know, really. Oh, I heard Billy over there with cow no, tipping. And they these, the are, cows. No, these are, these would be the, the popular kids. Quote unquote. 
I must have been more popular than shit you. Like that. I could that, float in different communities. That would do stupid shit like that. I was what they call a social floater. Oh, okay. Not just a toilet one. I was right. a social floater. Right. So like I, 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 uh, so, so I could hang with a popular person and then, and, and learn things as much as I could with anybody else. I went to the parties and also was in show choir. There you go. There you go. But I was talented. That's probably why it's probably, you know, it's like, you know, one of those things. I did not go to the party. They didn't like me for me. They just wanted me to sing and dance. And that's it. Yeah. You Make know. me a bicycle clown. <laughs> oh, I will say this movie does shine some lights on a lot of issues, but also has a little bit of what I call apathy towards it, like the underage sex, the bullying, and that rape scene, which it is a rape scene, but it really doesn't show you that it's rape scene. You just see him over there, her saying no, and you hear a rip, but you don't know, like, it doesn't, like, zoom in on it and let you see it. Like, you know, it's, oh, it's you just know kind of in the background. On, yeah, but you don't, somebody may not have been paying attention enough to know that that was rape. That, oh. You know, because it was so in the background that no, you. I don't think so. You don't you think so? It. Yeah. You, I knew that. Yeah. All right. Whatever. So, saying. Uh, I'm just saying. Saying. Yeah. And another thing is the, the closeted gay romance um is a little dated now as a as a negative lifestyle and stereotype very um i mean at the time i know i here's the thing i I was in show choir so i knew a lot of homosexuals not just because i was in show choir but the odds go up when you're in certain things functions so (laughs) i knew a lot of and they and it and i didn't feel they were i knew they were gay right but i didn't feel it was like they weren't out, but to me, I didn't think they were really like hiding either. You know what I mean? Like, right. like okay. if you would have went up and asked, they'd have probably said, "Yeah, right." So I don't know. Um, I don't know. The closeted thing just seems strange. Like, I don't again, know if people are as closeted as much as they just where the don't ask, don't tell. Right? That's I don't think don't ask, don't tell. What do you want people to do? Like wear name tags? Now, uh, well, you know now I, mean? I would say people are more apt to just be well, out yeah, there yeah, yeah. so out that yeah, they're yeah. wearing something that lets you know, Hey, that's who I am. Like a, a flag or, or, right. or something that lets you know right away. This is what, what, what I believe in this is who I am. Right. People are more, more yeah, that's what I'm just saying like back then you're talking about like, I mean, what, what did you expect? You're like, like that, that's how you introduced yourself to everybody. Well, no, you know, I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Hi, my name's Mike. I like gay sex. How like, are you? You're, you're, you're like, where's your armband? Where's the badge? <laughs> oh wow I did, could i see your gay badge please i mean like <laughs> that's like i mean I, I get like you would do that because you want people to know you're straight or at least try to convince them that you are because it is hard for you to <laughs> well, i understand on that i'm way. closeted in I a strange totally way and on that side that like it's hard for you to to get people to believe or understand that you're straight so i get kind of your thought process there i'm just saying okay so we get to you know these these guys did some did the thing about the sword fighting, humiliated her, and so they kill them. Yeah. But my question for you: What is worse? the que- The question we are left with asking is: What is worse, killing them for their actions and who they are as people, or the um, actions of them? Like, so the things they did is it worse than them being killed? Um, you know what? Uh, we got a rape scene in there, so that's a tricky one. But with that, yeah, yeah, that makes it a little bit more deserving. And, and we already know that, well, the only thing Ram's uh, uh, guilty of is making a guy say suck dicks and... and um, Kurt, Kurt, you mean? 
Oh, oh, Ram didn't do the, the dick sucking. Ram was the one that pinned him down. Kurt's the one that said, so okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ram, Ram's guilty of the pinning, but so he, he's, he's guilty of that. And then he's guilty of being a perv in his mind about the hot snatch and wanting to spin Heather's around on his cock. Right. That he, other than that, he, and, and the rumors, he didn't rape anybody, you know, that we know of at that time. Yeah. That we know of, but based on what we know, right. That's all we know is that he's just a douche. We don't know that he's you so know worthy the, of death. This was uh, JB's justification. All they had to offer the school was gay jokes and date rapes. Well, true, because yeah, he was that. He did do the gay thing. They did the so they they were they were douchebags. Major. Now when they do the killing, go ahead. sorry, I, I have to interrupt. Go ahead. We we totally skipped over it earlier. I do got to give my last six pack that would actually been my first one. Oh, okay. That whole scene, the nerd flips him off, sit and spin, and thinks he's gonna get away with it. And then they, this is right after fucking funeral, too. Okay, yeah, so, no, yeah. we still gotta chase you down, pin you down, say you like suck big dicks. But then, yeah. like the whole scene though, and then, mm, I can't get enough of it. Enough of them. <laughs> Are you satisfied? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like, yeah. Wow. Did you feel for that guy? Did you ever have that happen to you where you were bullied to say something you didn't want to say? No. Okay. Just Not wondering. that I ever You remember. seem to have, have a personal no. huh. feeling. It seems like you get a little personal sometimes with some of these. What do you mean? I don't know. Just you, I no. see you. You look like you're having a personal Bullies moment. are dicks. That's all. I hate um, to get bullied. Yeah. I will say that when the cops show up, their acting was atrocious in the scene. I do like where they, like you said, the mineral water. Yeah. Where they pick it up and they're like, Oh, these guys are gay. Be- not because of the, uh, anything else. Not in that anything else. Bag, the mineral water. The mineral water, which is so strange. But you know, when you think about it, we didn't have bottled water back then. Yeah. So only pretentious people would have had that, like you know, Evian or anything like that. And people thought gay people were pretentious back then. Would be that way. They didn't know they come in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> and all but different kinds of. Strangely, mineral. one of them may have been gay. But was repressing it. Could be, <laughs> but you know we don't know. Um, definitely, like but- I'm. It's uh, it just makes me think of like their characters make me think of um, James Marsden and Sex Drive. Yes, you know. Oh, I love the I love James Mar that that like yeah. this whole thing. <laughs> and then the end. Like, I'm gay. Yes, I love that. When you're that, that over the top with the jokes you make, and how anti-gay you are. What's the one where the guy has the mustache and is always uh, do, working out with the with the headband? And he's like, I'm not gay. Uh, um, out cold. The bartender. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get the bartender, yeah. man. The bartender. Same thing. Same yeah. thing. Same thing. It, but it's a trope. It's a trope. And it's, right. it's just, just, just be who you are. It was the story, moral of the stories. Um, but um, I want to say this movie tries to. Oh, and, sorry. I got to throw another one in. Six pack cruel intention. No cruel intentions. Oh yeah. 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 Greg, yeah. the Gregster, the Gregster, man. How many do there's, a lot. Pull, there's, there's a, a lot. lot. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. The, the, it's always, you know, it's like the, it, you know, it's that old thing where when you hear somebody railing against something, you know, like uh, you always hear some conservative guy who, who's very religious. And then later on you find out he hired a bunch of male hookers, prostitutes. I think that's like, I think that's anybody that's very religious. 
Yeah, well, it seems that way. It really is. When you, in the news, it seems that way. Every so often, you have the big fall from grace guy. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but anyways, I want to go into this. Uh, the movie here tries to show how homosexuality is poorly treated, but at the same time, it feel like it treats homosexuality poorly. It's like very meta. It's like it's like it's trying to tell you how bad things can be for those for the people but then at the same time is doing a bad thing to the people the way it does it. In my opinion, that's just, um, I don't actually, I don't see because it it's, I don't, it's trying it. to shed light on how poorly it is, but at the same time, it's poorly shedding the light. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't even think it goes that far. Like, I don't think you get any sense of how bad someone feels at that time to be gay. I don't see that at all. I just see how they're maybe maybe you know I don't I mean? understand it. I just see the ones they're just showing how people treat them. You know what I mean? Like the only the only yeah. how bad somebody got treated is Martha. You that's all you really get to see. And then she tries to kill herself. Yeah, like you don't. I, you know, I don't see. I never saw a gay person in that movie feel bad or anything. My, all I see is all these running gay jokes. I I personally, to me, this the reason I said that is because it, it's. The only time they start speaking nice and start accepting it is when they're dead. So I was thinking, man, that's the only time you'll be accepted for your sexuality in this movie is when you're dead. I love my dead gay son. So yes, that part. Yes, I do yes. love. I'm sorry. I do love that they're getting buried in their football helmets. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um. And, and would he be so proud of him if he was still alive and knew he was gay? No. That's the question you asked no. yourself. Hell no, no. He would not have been. Okay. You know those people. You know you live with those people. That's why I'm saying. You know I do people. like I see them every day mowing their lawn. You know yeah. that. You know. I do like the um when she's in the car and she's upset with uh JD and she takes the lighter and right. puts it on her skin and he lights a cigarette with her skin that's still hot. Yeah, that's wow. That was like oh down to the burning flash light and the cigarette sound. But there's another thing. Cigarette lighters in cars. <laughs> that you don't see anymore either. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, yeah. you see it, but not cigarette lighters. It's charging ports. What the fuck is on your elbow? What? A brace. I have fucking really bad tennis elbow. <laughs> You've been yanking it left-handed? No, I'm righty. <laughs> right. Which Dude. Now. No, I fucked my arm <laughs> up. And it's been like a month now, so I'm actually probably gonna have to go have it. Oh, done. okay. I just you put you lift your arm up in oh, the I shot. I'm like, what the my fuck arm. is on your? Yeah, no, it is not like he's been hiding it from me, people. No, wasn't. It started actually right before we came <laughs> to visit. Yeah. So yeah, I'm um, falling apart. I'm old. I'm falling apart, man. So, uh, so it seems in this movie, I can. They use did end up though, just so you know, it's okay. I can use either switch hitter, yeah. switch hitter. Yeah ambidextrous or do you do the thing where you sit on your hand and then let it get numb or ambidextrous (laughs) is that what that is (laughs) ambidextrous yes um sit on your hand so it gets what the and then you so it feels like someone else is doing it because you can't feel your hand i don't even i don't even want it I, I'm already worried. You've never heard of that? I No, I haven't. <laughs> and I can't see your hands right now, so I don't know which one you're sitting on. None. Oh, you no already hands. did. You already did sit on them. Yeah, I did. <laughs> what is it? Uh, yeah, it, it, We're almost halfway through the day. You think I haven't done it four times already? I did it two times while doing this podcast. Halfway through, it's 1130 in the morning. Well, yeah. 
It's the morning. In half hour, it'll be noon. So Yeah, but here, we've already recorded this episode one and a half times. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, shit. So I'm saying, you're saying you jerked off four times before 930? Oh, uh, yeah. We've been doing this for a good two hours now. <laughs> I said I did it twice while we're doing this. Uh, which okay. Hand, which hand did you sit on? <laughs> My third hand. Um, I, I like how they... Uh, they they finally scared people into not being assholes. Yeah. Like it kind of worked. The their way, like he he's right. Their way kind of worked. People aren't assholes anymore. That's because they're dead. Well, no, everyone else is like, we got to be better. They're being more positive, and people are trying. Of course, we see the edges of that tear apart here in a bit. But but it, it definitely seemed like for a moment there. I don't think so at all. Okay, the students are like, I mean. When they you're talking about like when they're doing like the rallies and stuff and yeah that, that teacher that hippie teacher that hippie she no she just makes her seem like a hippie like they're all <laughs> the students are just like you're, you're just like that principal it just makes her seem like a fucking hippie exactly the students are just like whatever gets us out of class okay oh we're gonna be as nice as we have to if it gets us out of school <laughs> right <laughs> oh um so I got a couple things for you. Did JD's father blow up his mother? Yeah. On purpose? Or what do you think it was an accident? Or did the mother well, do no, no, no. want to kill herself? I don't know that he watched her go. I don't think he did it on purpose. He watched her go back into the building, he said. Yeah. So she was doing that on purpose. So so that you, okay. So you think yeah, he knows that. His dad didn't do that, like purposely kill her. He just saw her go back into the building. So she was walking into that. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. yeah, that is. But it's hard to have sympathy for him because then he, in his own way, becomes like no better than those guys and sexually assaults uh, Veronica, you know, trying to pressure her into a sexual situation when she's Wait. just not down with him anymore. Who? Oh, oh, yeah, you know, what I'm talking with JD. So I'm saying like he becomes no at this no, point. That's like just trying to kiss her and like. Oh, okay. No, no, I when get someone it. says fucking no, yeah, and you try, and you... I mean, oh, no, I get he's not okay. trying to fuck her or anything. But do we yeah, do we is... think we need to get Anthony help? Email no, I us. Did, I get, yeah, he is going a little bit. Uh, um, he's going. What's he's his skiing. name? Patrick. Yeah, Mahomes Ram. Brother, Patrick Mahomes' brother. Oh, who's that? Huh? Right. I was thinking Ram Sweeney in the no, movie. His was... Fucking brother does all the TikTok shit. Oh, I don't know his name. He was riding on his coattails. And there was a video that just came out. He like tried to kiss a girl at the oh. mall or some shit. And what kind of stupidity is that? Why would you do that? You uh, don't he, do that. You ask first, stupid. anyways. He's stupid. You get it on video. The consent these days. These days, I if I were dating, I would have a video camera. I'd say before we start, I want you uh, to look no. into the camera. It's not. Here's the thing that won't hold up in court because then the person's gonna say they they drugged me. I didn't know what I was saying. You got to get you, first. You need a notary. <laughs> okay. Okay. You need a lawyer, a notary, you need an airtight legal document, and then you do want to videotape them going through the document and signing it. And do you think maybe just to have a witness, you have a cuck sitting to the side? (laughs) You have a cuck sitting to the side so that when they go, they look like they wanted both wanted it to me. (laughs) And I I enjoyed it. I saw what I saw. I saw what I saw and I liked it. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Are you ready? I'm going to go on. 
JD blackmails Duke into getting every student to sign a petition that, unbeknownst to her, is intended to act as a mass suicide note. He then gives her a red scrunchie that Chandler had worn. Meanwhile, Martha Dunstock, a frequent target of bullying, pins a suicide note to her chest and walks into traffic. She survives, but is badly injured and mocked by her peers. Later, McNamara calls a radio show to discuss her depression. Duke tells the entire school about the radio call the next day, and McNamara is bullied. McNamara attempts suicide by overdosing in the girls' bathroom, but Veronica intervenes. All right, so there we go. Is the red scrunchie the power symbol after yeah. all? Is that the thing? It's the crown. What I mean, a $1 scrunchie or $2? They were rich. That was like forty nine ninety five. Really? You paid four fifty bucks I for that? You. I bet I you. I bet you. know who can make you one better than that? That they chick from rich. Pretty in Pink, Molly were, Ringwald's character. No, she couldn't because she her dress was ugly. They that they're rich. They're not. <laughs> they're not buying it at Kmart. That's like yeah. Marcus shit. Yeah. I, I you know this movie. What's sad about it is you realize at this point. Um, Veronica should have never left Betty as a friend. And we said that earlier. I think we did. I don't know if I was on the other version or this. <laughs> but Betty gives the lesson that nice guys finish last. Yeah. Send me out. Like, she kind of says it that way. Like, you know, hey, if you aren't going for first, you might as well. She says, nice guys yeah. finish last. I should know. Yeah. Um, But I think she's, like we said before, I think she's the cutie in this movie. That's oh, all I'm saying. But, you know, it's weird, too, is that... uh at the end of the movie, she goes to hang out with Martha. Yeah. Betty's never seen again. Yeah. Wonder why. Like, are you going to hang out with Betty too? Because what the hell? Yeah, so true. But we don't know. Maybe she invites everyone over. Well, we can assume that because they're watching movies and right. Who knows? But but the um, but I think you know what gave Martha her push over the edge was that the I call drink. it the FML sequence. Yeah, Fuck my life with the coke when she does the coke the and it's gulp. like. And it's like, fucking A. Spills you know? all over. Yep. I'm done. That was like, it. That was it. I, and, and you know, it makes you wonder, is it that, is that, you know, people who have that overbearing sense of life destroying them, is it a little moment like that? It, it, you know, the big things are probably always there. It probably takes something that j- you r- normally is so routine yeah. to fuck up their life yeah. where they don't want it oh, to no, fuck up. Absolutely. Yeah. I, that, that sucks. Definitely, I think happens in a lot of cases. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I don't know, but uh, I know that. It's I mean, sad. look, falling down with the uh, burger. Oh yeah, yeah yeah, falling down. That, great movie. That burger. Nothing like the picture. There you go. There's the picture. Yeah, it was a great. It was a great. That's a great movie, man. It is. That that's definitely definitely. And what I hate is that this movie, of course, it now becomes. This is how the movie gets bizarro is that of course suicide is only for the popular once Martha actually is at her lowest point in her life. Mm-hmm. So it's now all of a sudden, oh, you're trying to be like the popular people killing themselves? Right. Like it's a cool thing to do. Like, like, what? Yeah, that's you're trying to be cool by dying? What the fuck? People are dumb. Oh man. Yeah, like I said, I have a line on here. Fuck these people. Fuck them all. Um, especially that Duke, man. She puts on that fucking scrunchie and She's power tripping. Oh, yeah. Once the scrunchie comes on, shit, your inner devil comes out. Yeah. We do need to touch on one thing that we haven't up to this point. What's that? Because it's been going on throughout the movie, and we have not even mentioned it. Yeah. The band and the song. Oh, Big Fun? 
Yeah, teenage suicide. Don't do it. Yeah, that was uh, totally fake and made up, yeah. That's another one of your fictitious bands that we always talk about. Yeah, that is a good one. In the thing, but I also find it like weird that that they name them that because that is a scene that's like Martha because she's wearing a big fun shirt. Yeah. In the style of... I think that's... Frankie says relax. (laughs) The big lettering. Yeah. Um, Ramon. Yeah, it's kind of like... That, like, they should have done a different band name. Martha. They made it up for this, though. Wearing a shirt that says big fun. I I personally think they were cognizant of what they were doing. I oh, think yeah. it played on so many levels with that. Like, it's it's popular in the movie. She's big. It's big fun. And then she's also about to go do suicide, which their song is about not doing. I think they knew tongue in cheek what right. they were doing. Whether it was a good choice or not, that's a right. different thing. Yeah. But uh, But I think they knew. <laughs> that uh that's where they were going with that um but you know the these people you know they pushed her where she was but jd wants big fun to play the prom yeah strangely so well, no, he doesn't. no he does i know <laughs> he really does he wants all those signatures for big I, fun to play the prom um i already gave my generic but one i if i was going to give a different one and i'm not going to say it's a, my generic moment it's kind of like well what the hell when he's taking the knife and cutting off the top of the, the form. Yes. To see what they were really signing. Would you sign something that you see? There's something taped on top of it. Yeah. Like what the fuck? fuck? (laughs) Oh man. Why would, well, I guess back then you didn't have the ability to take those signatures like you would now and, and, and print something different, you know, like we have much more capabilities now to make it, to, to fake that all out. Um, you could put that in a printer and print what you needed at the top later. Right. You know, Veronica finally did the right thing and saved a Heather. That's yeah. nice. So, you know, and, and that Heather actually tried to open up and become a better person and talk to somebody. So that it, Heather was just misguided and dumb. She, she was following Heather, but at the same time, you got to say, you got to wonder what happened. What if she had wore the scrunchie? Because we don't know. Shannon Doherty did not seem like a bad Heather. She seemed more timid and scared until she got the scrunchie. Well, I've got a fact for you, though, about the Heathers and Veronica. Each of the Heathers had a signature color. Heather Chandler, obviously red. Heather McNamara was yellow. And Heather Duke was green. Veronica, on the other hand, dressed in blacks. Blue, too. Blue, too. Oh, yeah. Blacks, whites, and blues for Veronica. So there you go. That's not Are you ready for this? I don't think that's a fact. That's just plain as day if you watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Are you ready? But then we had the whole thing where Heather uh, Dukes wanted to be red playing croquet. Well, yeah. well you can't be red. Can't be red. She's I'm always, always red. red. I'm she ready. Created a, she created a false need for that power collar. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Veronica returns home and her parents say that JD stopped by to tell them that he was worried she would attempt suicide. Realizing that JD plans to kill her, she fakes her own suicide. JD finds her and assuming she is dead, gives a monologue revealing his plan to blow up the school pep rally and make it look like a mass suicide. The next day, Veronica confronts JD in the boiler room, sans Freddy, as he plants dynamite. She shoots him and his switchblade cuts the wires to the detonator. Veronica goes outside and JD follows her with a bomb strapped to his chest. He offers a personal eulogy and detonates the bomb, killing himself. As students and faculty rush outside to see what the fuck just done happened, Veronica walks back inside, dirty and disheveled from the explosion, smoking a cigarette. 
She approaches Duke, takes the red scrunchie, and asserts that Duke is no longer in charge because there's a new sheriff in town. Veronica then invites Martha to spend the night watching movies together as Duke looks on. Yes. End scene. Yes, yes. And I want to give a six-pack here um, that I think you'll like. Okay. And I think this is a rise of a character in another movie. Um, when when they when they ask why when she asked Veronica asked her why are you such a mega mega bitch because I can be and that felt like me the rise of Brenda coming out like yeah like that was the rise of Brenda <laughs> the rise of Brenda was like as I can be you know like like, like oh my god it's like crazy because um, that was fucking she's a she's a pill she's a little bit of a pill and I think she become I think she perfected her character. <laughs> you know, yeah. get her chops in this movie. Like, method acting? We don't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, now, here's a question I have for you. Is JD a serial killer, or is he just on a spree? I don't know, because they never made a prequel. Because we don't know. Yeah, because he's moved around a little, and it makes you wonder if he's done this before, or is right. this just his first time, and it's just a spree that he's doing right now? And it's just working for him. Yeah, it's not like a... Like he has to, he's not getting off on it in some way. You know, he really has an agenda and you know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess you got to look back to you're a new kid in school and you show up with a gun full of blanks. Yeah. Right off the bat. So yeah, you wonder what he's done before. Knowing, I guess he was carrying, he obviously was holding. He's packing. <laughs> yeah. <it's- laughs> he's packing. I, I miss, you know what I miss is when uh, Veronica lays down, I miss being able to nap so hard that, that you don't wake till dinner and you don't know what day it is. I wish <laughs> I could get that type of sleep where I just lay down. And when I wake up, I'm like, and I think it's the next day. And they're like, no, it's just seven o'clock at night. Are you ready yeah, for dinner? But I'm not a napper anymore. So me neither. I can't, but I, can't that's either. why I miss it because I just, there's a study that says it's better for your heart health. If you sleep a lot, you it's know, better for your overall health. If you sleep a lot. Yeah, I don't. So yeah, I know you don't, you know, uh, speaking of health, I'm thinking of going to a plant-based diet for most of the week and yeah, then just having a cheat day. You told me that before. Oh. And I said, um, are you going to do it or not? Well, I haven't started because i got to get the wife on board. Okay. No, you uh, don't. <laughs> you can go to the store yourself. Yeah, maybe. You can door dash um, the shit I, I have. A, I work weird hours, so it's... Whatever. You can stop at the store on your way home. Yeah. True. So, or just not eat. There's that. Again, don't give me this. I've been thinking about doing this. You want to do it or you don't. Don't say you want to do it, but you can't because of this reason. Just fucking do it. <laughs> do or do not. There is no try. Yes. Do or do not. There is no try. Do you uh, Do you love the fake suicide like I like the f- fake suicide? I was going to do a plant-based diet, too. I'm going to get really high every day. Uh, whoa! Hey, <laughs> that, that, that plant will increase your dietary intake. Right. Make sure there's nothing in the house other than healthy shit to eat. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, It better be plant chips and stuff. You know, like plantains. Oh, the base thing is the uh, the when they when you get uh, plantains are made into potato like a a plantain chip. It looks like potato chip. I have some. Those are tasty, dude. I made that twice now. Did I not tell you? No. The stuff we got at the Cuban restaurant, the garlic, yeah, sauce for them. You've made it. I made it twice. You're gonna bring it to me. Good here? shit. It's good shit. I miss. I miss the it. fact. I'm it never gonna like get to go a minute and a half to make. Takes a I'm minute and a half to make it. I'm not gonna get to go to Cha Cha Cha's with you anymore. 
you know? It, we only went one time. Yeah, like it's like a well, it yeah, a, it was a memory. <laughs> hey, uh, Mia and uh, and Brian only ever went once. So nah, I don't know. You think they might have gone more that than we one? know of? That we know of, yeah. I mean, so anyway, I bet they went more than once <laughs> before they were on the run as fugitives. I bet they went back. Yeah. That, so, was their, that, that was their first date. You know they're going to go back there, especially when they Dom got the house back and they got to move back to the, the hood. Maybe it was out of business by then. We don't know. Oh, yeah, because COVID. There was no COVID then. Yeah, I went out of business. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but I do like, uh, in this movie, I do like the fake suicide. Yeah. And But what's strange is he's sitting there talking to her and he's upset that she did that because he, you know, he thinks she's dead. But... He was there to kill her. Like, like, like his, <laughs> I'm, I'm so upset. I was here to kill you anyways, but geez, I'm upset. I didn't get to do you, it. But he's going to try to win her back first. Oh yeah, he was, he was. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, you know, he just had a plan B ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. Hey mom, why so tense? <laughs> it's like, what would you do if, if you walked in and your kid was come, just got down from acting like they were hanging themselves? I'd probably fucking pass out. And then he'd have to wake you up. I mean, her damn reaction when she walked in was pretty weak. Yeah. Yeah. I think they could have done a little better with that. I should let you take that job at the mall, but I just didn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, really? That's what you think of? You think that's the reason? If somebody kills himself, it's not over a job. Here's the one thing I'm already like, why did Veronica want to get a fucking job in the first place? She didn't look like, she was hurting for allowance money. No, no. Unless she wanted to get away from her friends. It was excused to say, oh, I can't with you, Heathers. Oh, yeah. I've got. Maybe. Maybe. Go to the mall and work at work and she'll meet Jay and Silent Bob and the world will be right. <laughs> the there mall. You go. Right. Yeah. You but go. they don't live in Ohio. So that's that. I wonder what mall she's going to that they're in Defiance County. I don't know what mall it would be. Um, now, um, do you think JD is the way he is because of what happened to his mother? Do you think. I think that's, or do you think it's just predisposed? I think it's a big portion of it probably, but yeah, there's so much like, you gotta wonder what the fuck was this kid's home life? Like, obviously it's a weird dynamic, right? Since they play their little game, right? They have a strange and his father asks, you know, his father does offer to help him with his homework and stuff. So it seems like his father does try, right? Like, it's not like he's just not there. He did say at one point, Hey, can you help with your homework? Or, Oh no, he didn't. He said, Hey dad, Thought you were gonna help me with my homework. He was asking him, JD, to come help him with something. No, I thought it was no, the no, no. opposite because no. they're playing their little fucking game. He's playing, he's playing his game. He's saying, "Hey, Dad, how about help with my homework?" And JD's okay. Working I thought it was not now, Tiger. I'm a little busy. See, I thought he was asking him, like acting like he was him asking for help with homework, and he was like. I don't think just so. saying no. I don't need help by saying that. That's that's my interpretation, and it so. still is. I don't. You didn't correct yeah, me. It's okay, I think wrong. we have a different interpretation. You're, well, yeah, mine's right. <laughs> you was wrong. Uh, they different. Okay, so let's get to the end of this movie. Okay. The so the the whole boiler scene room or boiler room boiler scene room boiler room scene shooting. I be honest, yeah, that was that's fun. Like, that's a crack shot right there. She obviously got lucky, but the, I didn't feel the tension. Um, I would say that's the one thing is I did not feel tension in the ending. Like I thought I should. Okay. Like it felt kind of ho-hum. 
Yeah. You know? Like, it felt like, ah, we're just going through the motions. It didn't I feel think, like... I just think it wasn't that drawn out. It was pretty quick. You think that's yeah, what it was? I think that's partly why. Because it okay. wasn't, like, you know, huge struggle. and every, I mean, it was first, you know, knock her out, let her hit her head, and then just kind of leave her there. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, she'll be out for a while. <laughs> and then, you know, you just had the brief, and then she gets up. She's creeping on a come up. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, but you know, she takes care of him, but then goes outside, and and that's when I got the epiphany that JD is like one of those characters that are unflushable. It's like hard to get rid of them. Yeah, the only way he could be gotten rid of is to literally get rid of himself. Right, <laughs> that's the only way. And when he does this, when he blows himself up, there's no way she would have just gotten a little bit of black tar or yeah. whatever it is on her face. Yeah, uh, you know. She would have been hurt, and everybody in that building would have been concussed. Explosives are like if you're in the zone, the, the it's real, it's real, man. You know, it's not like it's not like the cartoons. You know, it's funny. Um, and obviously, this is a very exaggerated, ridiculous movie in a lot of senses. So he ex- blows himself up right in front of her. She's covered with Christian Slater's ash. Yeah, she goes, she goes ask Martha dump truck. If she wants to pop some popcorn, watch some videos. And you know damn well that's what they ended up doing. But, like, you're not detained by the police for questioning <laughs> or anything else. You're just yeah, going home and read some videos. Anything. Nothing. Anything else. <laughs> anything. Like, no one didn't like, have to sit in an, an, ambul- he, or an he, ambulance. Did he, and she'd be like, no, he drinks mineral, drank mineral water. Oh, okay. As you were. Yeah, that's all you'd have to say. <laughs> I, the only thing I remember is that he drank a lot of mineral water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do want to give my six-pack since you were all talking right. about this. Here you go. And her six-pack, my six-pack, is her prom night idea sounded pretty boss. Back then, new releases were gold. So if you were to be able to go out and rent movies and go to that new release wall and behind the front one you found the new release, shit, yeah. Yeah. You you hit gold. You didn't have to. You didn't have to settle for another movie that you weren't intending to see. And that that to me that that's that's gold right there. That that's eighties gold in when my you get opinion. The movie you want when you get there, you see it, and it's and you reach behind, and the movie you want is there. Because yeah. when it's not there, and you go oh, and then you look at the other, like well, I don't remember seeing this one, <laughs> but I guess we could try I it. Yes, let's go to Plan <laughs> C. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this movie's shit. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty. That's a pretty boss idea. Is that? Did you give all your six pack engineer? I did. It was kind of funny though. I always felt like even if you didn't get the movie you wanted and you got something yeah. else and it being a shit movie, still didn't ruin your weekend. No, it didn't. Got no. to rent, watch movie, and even if you hated it, you got something to talk about. You got something to form an opinion on. You're right. Just like here. Right, exactly. It's, it's like, like, hey, yeah. This was it, it. Really, it really made us better equipped for what we're doing right now. So yeah. I, I wanted, guess, I wanted yeah. to rent Titanic, but it was out. So I had found this movie called Crybaby. Gave it a try. Fuck. <laughs> Are, uh, I've got a. I've got some facts for you. Um, Heather Graham had the first name and everything, but the Grahams were convinced the script was offensive and not the right fit for their seventeen-year-old daughter who would later play porn star <laughs> Roller Girl and Bob Thomas Anderson's Boogie Nights in 1997. Kim Walker, Christian Slater's girlfriend at the time, landed the role of Heather Chandler instead. 
Oh, right. I did not know she was his girlfriend at the time. Yeah, well, you know that now. Um, that is awesome. We this you can't be in this movie; it's too offensive. And then she becomes a uh, but and, and hangover and hangover. Uh, a, a stripper. Yep, <laughs> with a baby. <laughs> Something changed at home with mom and dad. They must have had a conversation. All right, here's why. Note writer. She says my agent at the time literally got on her knees and begged me to do the movie. Not to. Do. She recalled this on. What? Not to do the movie on, uh, thank you for reading, uh, on Entertainment. She said, recall this on Entertainment Weekly. She had her hands together and she goes, you will never work again. We parted ways later. So there you go. Uh, here's another one for you. And one of her most famous lines from the film, Kim Walker, as Heather Chandler, asks Shannon Doherty's Heather Duke, do you have a brain tumor for breakfast? Tragically, Walker passed away 12 years later at the age of 32 from a brain tumor. That's creepy. That's creepy foreshadowing within a movie. All right, here you go. More facts. I got all kind. Of, I got a couple more. Writer says she loved the movie to the point where I talk about it like I'm not even in it. Writer reckons she's seen Heather's about fifty times, and that's a lot for an actor to watch their own movie, from what yeah. I hear, because they don't typically watch themselves. Some haven't even seen their own movies. Right. Yeah. That's weird to me. How can you get into movies because you love them and then not watch them just because you're in them? Seems weird. What? Because to me, that's part of the magic. Like, like if if you're an actor and you acted it, wouldn't you like to see the magic that makes it what it is? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people aren't comfortable seeing their own shit. Oh, you, I don't know. I I get it. As a singer, it is weird to listen to yourself because yeah. then you highly yeah. critique yourself. Exactly. That's what I think. That's why they don't do it because. Like if you think about, it, I think a lot. Everybody's their own worst critic. So if you're going to sit there and watch your own shit, it's probably going to make you a worse actor rather than a better one because then you're going to be second guessing everything you did in the last film, and that shit's going to weigh on you when you're doing okay. future projects. That's that's what I think, anyways. I this tells me she's not that way because but she watches. That's why movie. I don't listen to this. You're always oh, telling I me to. I don't because I'm like I, I got to let it go. You got to listen to it to see if we make any mistakes and I have to fix it. No, I don't. Okay. um, Because (laughs) then it's your fault. (laughs) Here you go. I got you something here. Not hitting the record button, that kind of stuff. Fuck off. This is your favorite. It's your favorite fact. Probably this. It was Tori Spelling who had seen Shannon Doherty in this film, who recommended to her father, Aaron Spelling, that Shannon be cast in his new show about high school, Beverly Hills, 90210. In 1990. So the rise of Brenda, like I said, the rise of Brenda, it was the rise of Brenda in that movie. It's fucking hilarious. All right. So that's a lot of shit. We just went through. It is. Um, Are you ready to review this or give it a, give it a rank? Oh yeah. All right. I actually put something down here. Um, Good job. So <laughs> I actually, and I, I think I said this earlier, I actually didn't really watch this in its time. Um, and like I said, I, I when I was in show choir, I remember that for some reason, I don't know why, a bunch of the others played this like over and over again in, in the bus. And after watching it now, you know, you look back at the themes, I get why it would have interested uh, interested a lot of them. Because in show choir, you're not like uh, Ram Sweeney or the Heathers. And so I'm guessing it, they identify with more of the fringe elements of it. 
but I wasn't in that headspace at all back then. I wasn't into this movie. And in light of what has transpired since this movie, it was a strangely ahead of its time and super offensive and outdated at the same time. Like, so it tackles subjects ahead of its time, but at the same time, like I said, it's like, it's within itself. Um, a strange, a strange thing. Um, it tackled subjects that nobody else was willing to, but the casual rape and sexual assault doesn't age well to me in this movie. Um, it is a good movie worth seeing, but I am aware that it is flawed extremely. So when I add up, you know, the pros and cons of this, um, Anthony's not going to like it, but I scored a 12. Wow. Yes. All right. So I will say, I, I mean, I obviously get the things that you can't do now that you did in this movie and why they're wrong, but you have to, if you got to judge it in the context of the movie, first of all, the movie itself is supposed to be completely exaggerated and ridiculous, but at the same time, show you a lot of elements of shit going on. So, I mean, really it is kind of like the dirty spaced out version of the breakfast club, (laughs) you know, without detention. Oh, there was no, there's tension. I mean, you had Brian detention. Oh, detention. Yes. Brian wanted to kill himself. Tried to, that's how he got detention which is obviously a fitting punishment. If you try to kill yourself, he got Saturday detention, dude. Like, yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's so true. Way to go. Good job. Teaching system. So I will, I will, um, I I will knock it just for that because there, there's issues with it. Like that are very offensive, but at the same time, like I said, it's, you got to take the movie for what it is. And to me, this is about as good of a damn movie just like Winona Ryder thinks as it's going to get in a lot of ways. This movie, Ooh. because th- here's the thing with this movie. This is the movie I associate with black, the term black comedy, dark okay. comedy, black comedy. This is the first movie I think of when that word, when that term is used. Okay. This is All the right. first thing I ever remember associating with that term, black comedy. Yeah. And the just the, the whole movie, it's like, if you enjoy it for what it is and, you know, then, then you do, you love it or you don't, but the people love Heather's like love Heather's. It's a, it's a thing. That's why I always get like, fuck mean girls, Heather's it's Heather's is superior to mean girls. So anyway, 23. Really? Yes. Fucking a, Oh man. We could get any more. Well, we could get further apart. I could hate it in the movie. (laughs) I give it an average of 17 and a half. All right. Okay, I get. I get why. I get your whole deal. Giving it twelve, I'm not even arguing that. Like, yeah. I get it. I get why yeah. you could give it a twelve or less. I do. I wouldn't give it less than that. It really just depends. On, like yeah. I said, it depends on how you're able to view it. Yeah, my when you say dark comedies, though, mm-hmm. I think of Groundhog Day as a better movie, dark comedy movie than this. I don't think of that as much of a dark comedy, though. You don't a guy no. who kills himself over and over again because he no. can't get that through the day. I don't think so. That's as dark as it gets. No. Has more suicide than this movie. No, it doesn't. By one guy, but it's well, still. Yeah, you only show him do it. They only show him do it like three times. One, two, three, like four times. Is it four? Well, I know he does the the toaster. He jumps off the building. Yeah. The train track, um, and then he jumps in front of a bus. Oh yeah. Okay, at least four. <laughs> at least four, and then you know, I'm just saying. He and he even says, "I've killed myself." numerous amount of times yeah <laughs> it's dark anyways great movies great this is a good movie 
But um, like I said, I like I can see. Here's the thing: I can like a movie, but objectively score yeah, that's it. Right. I, that's I, how I, I do. It. I think, I, from what it sounds like, I was actually thinking that. I think you like this more than you actually scored it. Yeah. So I understand that. Yeah. Okay. So here's some things I got to tell you. We would like to thank you for listening. Remember, you can go to sodapopcultureclub.com for all things related to the show, including your chance to make movie suggestions. We also post our schedule there as well. Remember, we also are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we have a Twitch channel, like we said. Now, we want to give you a little tease as to what next week's movie may be. See if you can guess what it is. This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. As, and as always, uh, we'd like to thank you for listening. Um, anything else from you, uh, stranger? Yeah, one more thing. Eskimo. Es- oh, you know, and here's the thing. I didn't put it as a fact. The, the, they have the word Eskimo in Moby Dick, right? Yeah. But that word does not appear in the book Moby Dick. Just want to let you know. It does not appear in that book. That was made up for the movie. So there you go. That's wow. a fact I didn't put down. Interesting. Because I didn't think we'd talk much about it because it didn't really matter. Yeah. So there it you does. go. I, it, this gave me two Citizen Kane moments. Corn Nuts and Eskimo. There you go. See, we two road con- from this movie. I give you content until I hit stop. So there you go. <laughs> you gave us content before you hit start earlier too. So whatever.